everybody, and welcome to um, episode 33 of Expensive Science Baby. I'm Amy. I'm Chris. There's nothing wrong with your audio. <laughs> Amy's really sick again. Amy is not feeling well, so she is going to sound a little bit nasally, I guess. Is that the word? Probably. I can't breathe through my nose at all. Okay. Well. <laughs> and I'm going to have cough drops, so I don't cough a lot. So you might hear that. I apologize. <laughs> it's probably annoying that I have something in my mouth. No comment. Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so this is our day after Christmas episode. It's Christmas. Happy Boxing Day. Boxing Day. It's Boxing Day, yes. Um, <laughs> do you have that in the show somewhere about Christmas? Do you want to talk about it all? or? I didn't have it planned exactly where we would, but I thought we would probably okay. would end up talking about it. All right. Well, we don't want to talk about like, it right well, now. Well, now seems like a fine time. Okay, um, so Christmas Eve, we went to my sister's for my family's thing. Yep. It's the first time we've been there since Persephone passed away. It was not easy, I will say, for yeah. me anyways. I mean, the, uh, Christmas-wise, I would say, I, uh, for me personally, I survived it. That was my goal. Um, there were some rough moments. Yeah. Yeah, there it was. It was. I mean, I was good to be there. It was good to be part of the family thing. Yeah. It was good to see everyone. It's just sometimes it was tough. Ronan liked to sit on my lap, uh-huh. um, and he did the thing Persephone used to do, where he would grab your arm and pull it around you, both oh. arms, and that just reminded me a lot of her. And he did it a lot. I didn't I, know he was doing that. I mean, that's sweet of him. Yes, I know. It's just hard. Yeah, especially after baths. That's what she would do because he always yeah. sat on my lap She'd after baths, cool. yeah. and so she would pull my arms around her. So and there's little things like that that were kind of I don't I hate the word triggering, <laughs> but that's a good word though for it triggers memories. I know, but I just hate that word. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Working where I work and stuff, I hate that word. I know. Um, yeah. Did you get anything good for Christmas? <laughs> Amy won Christmas this year. Of gifts giving, I did a pretty good yeah, job. Yeah, she won say. Christmas. We were we divided our gifts as we kind of do and. I was like, our piles look, your pile looks a little bit bigger, Amy, the pile that she gave me. And I was like, no, no, they're even. And then we were done. And I was like, hey, wait a second. I thought to myself, where are these other presents that I got him? And then he had like three more to open. Yeah, someone in the other room, and she came back, and she's like, oh, you had three more presents to open. So, so yes, Amy won presents. She didn't get anything like big this year, which usually I get you kind of something bigger, but I don't know. It was a weird one, you know? Well, I'm currently wearing a Zelda shirt I got. It's true. It's got me a lot of Zelda things. <laughs> it barely fits you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When I'm feeling better, I think we should take a picture of me in this shirt while I'm pregnant. And then see if a picture of me in this shirt. All right. But I like it after I'm not pregnant anymore. Yeah. It'll fit better later. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to wear it. Um, So far, present-wise, your mom has done really well for me because I haven't been wearing my robe constantly. Got a new robe. Oh, the, well, you haven't left the house. Right. <laughs> so you're like, just give me a robe to put on and I'll just wear this forever. Yeah. <laughs> That's and my true. dad got me really nice earrings with okay. Persephone's birthstone, which I think you and Persephone did get me earrings with her birthstone before. It was a while back. They were bigger. These are smaller. Yeah. Well, she always picked everything out for you. That that one was easier for me because I don't know what to get you. It was easier just to have her pick things out yeah. for you when she got to be like four. She'd be like, I'm sure mommy would like this. And then she'd pick it out and be like, I agree. <laughs> now I don't get that. So I was just like, I don't know what she wants. Zelda, get her Zelda things. And no, they're not, not the cat. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, so we do Christmas Eve with Chris's family. And then Christmas Day is kind of um, my family, usually slash the dads. So Chris's um, dad and his sister. But anyway, we didn't see them this year. But Christmas Day is when we open presents. Right. Every 
every family seems to have different kinds oh, of Oh, that's true. A lot of people do it Christmas Eve and stuff. and Yeah. Yeah. Some people we know don't even put presents under the tree, period, until Christmas Day. Those people are so wrong. Which I think is, I don't know, not as much fun, because then you're not staring at the presents wondering which ones are for you and what they are. You know who you are. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but Christmas Day, we did go to a movie, which we'll talk about later. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, we survived. Yeah, um, I had aspirations of putting a video out or something about or for Persephone for Christmas. It just didn't work. Now I think maybe New Year's. <laughs> so we'll see. Those are just really hard to get through. So. I can see there's a line in my favorite Christmas movie called Mixed Nuts. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. Um, where he talks about why people are more sad at Christmas. And it's not that they're more sad, but things seem to have more meaning or feeling at Christmas. Like things that are happier are happy at Christmas, or things that are sad are sad at Christmas. So I will say, I can kind of see why, if you're already struggling with depression, and it's Christmas, why that can be an even harder time to survive. Yeah, and you see it. Everybody, every, at least everybody puts on this persona of we're all happy, you know. You get all the Christmas cards, you get everybody smiling and happy. And, yeah. and if you're not feeling good, that could probably be very, I need a new word. It's a new word that for triggering. <laughs> we'll open up a thesaurus. Yeah, we'll, we'll come up with something for later. Yeah, so I can understand that. You're right. We did survive it. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, oh, didn't I will know. Right, and then, oh, well, we'll also wait. Okay. <laughs> well, we're done anyways, so. Okay. Well, let's move on. All right. I don't think we have any news. Nothing in the news. Wait, 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 wait. Don't we have something to do first? Oh, yeah, you're right. I want to hear your beautiful voice. Oh. <laughs> We're going to open up our um, mail bag. <laughs> a little pitchy there, Doc. <laughs> hey, I'm, sorry. I'm just happy I made the noises. Um, we got a fun email or <laughs> message, I guess, from T. And I'll just read a little bit of it. It was quite a long message. It was long, so I'll read a little bit of it. But it was really fun. Um, said, hey, I've been enjoying your discussion on circumcision. I found this page on the mail, which is something we've used. We looked at that page as yeah. well. It's just had information on circumcision. And it seems to be unbiased. Yeah, fairly. the biased ones really make you angry. Yes, they do. <laughs> it says, as for my experience, I'm Jewish, but my husband is not. Which, we can, did we talk about? We did not. My Christmas party? No, we didn't. We will talk about that. It says, we will likely have a bris <laughs> and circumcise our son, but we haven't, and we have talked about it a bit. But I'm guessing they talked about it kind of in the way most people talk about it. Like, Hypothetically. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? I don't yeah. know. Kind of a thing. Because yeah, talking to couples, that's what we've dis- discovered. People are kind of like, we don't really talk about it. Or we just were like, eh, whatever. You yeah. know? <laughs> Which is kind of what I thought, too. Um, she'd say there's a few things, like there's a higher incidence of infection for uncircumcised males, but for penile cancer, et cetera. They're very, very small amounts. Super, super Yes. Small. But they, I mean, it's not, I would not consider it statistically relevant. That's, in other words. That is a very good way to put it. Yes. I agree with you. Uh, my favorite part is, as for personal experience, <laughs> since you're not sharing my name on the podcast anyways, I'll share that I have been with one uncircumcised man. My initial reaction, honestly, was, what is wrong with that? <laughs> Luckily, I did not actually say that to him, because that would probably ruin the mood. Well, depending on how old you are. If you're like 18 or 19, he don't give a fuck. Well, yeah. <laughs> At least I won't. Um, so she says it does look different. Right. right. But she did not notice any difference, positive or negative, during the sex. Eh, which is also what I've... Actually, I've heard both sides, and I've heard I don't no difference, so I don't I've heard no difference, and I've also heard a little bit more pleasurable for the ladies. Yeah, most of the time I hear and no that difference. that doesn't say it's, like, worse. Yeah. 
Yeah. No. Um, she said, and as you mentioned, pediatrician regards circumcision. Don't do that. I, I don't think we would do that. The OB. I don't know. That's a my next OB appointment. I'm oh, going to talk about it. Yeah. So that what does this hospital do if we decide to circumcise? Make sure an OB does it. OBs are trained as surgeons and pediatricians are not. That makes sense. Yes, I agree. Um, just finished the last episode. I love that Persephone love bare naked ladies, yeah. which she did. Um, sending many wishes and peace and strength for you and always for the yeah. holidays. So that's um, a very nice message. P.S. We're probably also seeing Star Wars on Christmas Day, which was awesome. And apparently something everybody does. <laughs> which I find so fascinating because when it's Thanksgiving and the, and the stores open at 6 p.m., yeah. people lose their minds. We'll get to that. Good, good point, but we'll get to that. That's a very oh, good point. Okay. Um, thanks, T, for the message. If you're out there and you haven't shared and you want to share, please do. No, we don't call you out or anything, but I just like finding people's reactions and stuff. So, yeah. Awesome. What's next? Oh, um, I don't. we don't have any news. Anything in the news. Did you want to go up one or no? Gosh. Yeah, you're sick. I'm sick. You're sick. I understand. Are you running a fever? <laughs> Am Ooh, I? You're a little warm. But it's very cold downstairs, so it could just be that. Oh no, and I'm real nervous. And you're fine. I gotta watch that because pregnant women can't get like surprise fever. You're not. Yeah, you're okay. I'll let you know if you turn all beet red or something. <laughs> but I don't feel shivery. That's good. Okay. That's good. Um. So we did get actual mail also, uh, not this week, the week before. I just forgot to mention it last week. Um. Somebody, a podcast listener. <laughs> Another one, a work, but this is a work acquaintance. I know her. Um, sent us our bouncy seats from our registry. Yes. And she has not yet received her personal thank you in the mail. <laughs> because as I said, I'm notoriously bad at thank yous. She's so it's coming. Do you think she's feeling snubbed? She might be. Um, so thank you very much. Very unexpected and very much appreciated. Yeah, you know my... We've talked about this ad nauseum. <clears throat> I have a hard time receiving gifts, which Christmas is fun for me. <laughs> and I will say, I believe, because her and I are Facebook friends, um, she has at least two, maybe three black kitty cats oh well, that they recently go. adopted like okay. in the last year i think but thank you very much it's very much appreciated so yeah all right okay next now i can say there's no news like no pregnancy or infertility in the news you still have to say it no i don't you still have to say you just want to torture me i just want to hear you i, I live for this infertility and come on you can do it in the news yes there's nothing i may have something you're supposed to write it down here Oh, I just always put it in my email. <laughs> oh. uh, nope, didn't put anything down. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that. It was, was a weird week. I had stuff going all weekend long. And you were quite was, busy. There was Christmas busy. and all this yeah. other stuff. Um, okay, so we're moving right along. Okay, what do we got? so let's go to <laughs> Cat Corner. Cat Corner. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. <laughs> cat Corner. It's the saddest Cat Corner meows I've ever heard meow. in my life. <laughs> do you have something? I do. All right, we'll share away. A couple of things. Uh, first Christmas Eve day, um, my dad came over and we watched the Vikings attempt to play football. It was a good attempt. It was uh, not terrible. Um, but anyway, and it was Christmas, so my dad was like, they should have some catnip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so we gave all the cats catnip. And Where was I? You were at the gym. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember. Because I remember I came home and there was catnip on the floor. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to see. I think every cat like reacts differently to catnip. That's true. Zelda gets just nuts and wants to just fight. Which reminds me of like some people when they're drunk, they want to just fight. I have friends like that. That's what she reminded <laughs> me of. And Battle Cat, she gets playful, but she also likes to roll around in it a lot. Yep. And Neo, I think, is more of the kind of person who like might smoke pot and then go right to sleep. 
He just chills. He kind of just chills, <laughs> plays a little bit, and then goes to sleep. He goes and sits on his favorite couch. He's like, don't bother <laughs> yeah. me. But they had a they had a pretty good time. And then I also will say, I think uh, enjoying a presence wise, the cats won Christmas. Yeah, yeah, they had a lot of cool things. They got they had a lot of fun with their presents. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, because Amy got each of them each kind of like a little toy thing, and then Diz went nuts with it. Yeah, I also <laughs> bought I bought them a paper bag as a present, which sounds like ridiculous, <laughs> but it's a paper bag coated in catnip. Right. So cats like to go in paper bags, and then it's catnip in yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, who do you think you did best for Christmas gift giving wise? Gift that I gave the best gifts yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's ever always like seems like oh I think I did really good with that person. Um. Probably what we got, Ben, was perfect. Oh, well, that doesn't count, does it? Well, kind of perfect. My friend Ben likes to make puns constantly, and he thinks he's really good at it. And sometimes maybe he is. But there's a game (laughs) out there called um, Punderdome, where that's the idea of the game, is to make the best puns. Yeah, it's like a little board game, kind of. So it was, like, perfect for him. And he hasn't listened to the podcast, but... When I was checking out, the girl who I think would fit perfectly with Ben, despite him being married to a very Happily, wonderfully to married, a wonderful, she's a wonderful woman. person, we love her. Um, she was like, "Oh, a porky about puns? Where have you been all my life?" I was like, "I think I have a friend you would get along really well." With. Yeah. <laughs> so you think that, huh? Um, yeah, but that's just one present. But I think I did pretty good with you. I don't count. Then, because you always do good with me. Other than you never give me what I ask for, but besides that... <laughs> uh, besides you... Do, 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 do. I think Jeremy, once he gets his second part of his present, <laughs> that I forgot, it's somewhere under the tree. Yeah, we get to Christmas Eve, we're like, <laughs> you have a present, it's just not here, because <laughs> we probably forgot about it at home. Because there was four bags of presents for this for the game and we for other buy. people. And we, we overboard. Well, I was thinking about that, and I kind of overbought for my friends as well this year for Wednesday night. But it's because we didn't have anywhere to anything else to do with our our right. gifts. Like usually, we'd spend the bulk of it on Persephone. So yeah. I think that kind of made up for it a little bit. You might think that, but we always go overboard. <laughs> then it's not overboard anymore. It's it's normal. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I think that my my greatest present triumph this year was the um, it was a beer Christmas. Yes, it was a beer Christmas. Because I have some people that are kind of tougher to buy for, um, and I wanted to give them, and I know they like beer, but they, some of them like a certain kind of beer, and that's kind of all they drink, and I wanted to uh, give them a present of a good beer in yeah. the family of beer that they would like. Yeah. Beer is quite the world. Hi, yeah, I'm There's sure it is. There's a website a friend sent me where you can type in, I like Budweiser, and they'll give you like charts and graphs explaining why Budweiser tastes like it does and what other beers are similar. Jeez. It's insane. Wow. But anyway, I think I did pretty good with the beer. Yeah, that was good. And as cause to me, a good gift makes is something that, like I said before, something that you think is really neat and you really like, but you can't really justify spending money on it. Yeah. You know, because they're like, I, I like this, but I don't really want to buy it because it's my money and it's not worth that much to me as far. But it is effective of your gift. It's cool. Like that box of miniatures you gave me, I thought was really cool because it's something I always like, but I can never really justify getting for myself. So That would be the highlight of the gifts I gave you? Nope. I okay, didn't say that. that was... I will say that made... The least made amount of thought in that went into that gift. <laughs> the least amount of thought? Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of walked into the store. It was on your like, list, and I was there. like, all right, I'll get him that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, you got many good things for me, so... All right. 
Okay. Are we are cat corner done? Is that cat corner? I think so. Okay. You didn't. We didn't talk too much about it. They had a good Christmas. I like their presents. <laughs> All right. I like when the cat corner is just kind of a high level cat corner. They did fine. <laughs> Things happened. She's gone to the movies now, and she don't need your help. Okay, that sounded like a really sad song. <laughs> it is a little sad. It was my depression anthem when I was in college. Because oh. I would go to the movies by myself a lot. There's not a lot of songs out there, though, about just movies in general instead of about, like, a specific movie. And there's an Offspring song where they just scream movies a lot. Movies! 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 So we're doing a movie check-in. Oh, wow. We well, we don't really have a TV check-in, do we? They're all on. Winter break or whatever. I mean, we could talk about You're the Worst if you want. No, we're good. I, okay. I did not like the way they ended the third season, I'm telling you. I thought it was great. Really? I didn't like that. For their characters, I thought it was a good ending. Mm, I don't like it because she gets so happy and then he breaks it. <laughs> she does the same thing to him. Have they been on the cruise yet? They better have gone on that damn cruise. I don't think they've been on the cruise. I have never in any show in my life <laughs> seen somebody more happy at a thing than she was about this animal cruise they were going to and go on. the idea on. of going on a cruise? The idea of going on a cruise with all her favorite celebrity animals. Instagram animals. <laughs> from Instagram. Um, it was just, it was a great reaction. I've never yeah. seen a reaction like that, so... Anyways, um, what movie did we see on Christmas? So we saw Star Wars Rogue One. Duh! Oh boy, that didn't work. Yeah, Star Wars. Okay. All you. I've talked about Star Wars on podcasts for hours now. <laughs> Shoot. Um, I thought it was good. Oh! Uh, spoiler alert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, um, you know, I don't know. Skip ahead five minutes or so if you don't want to know anything about Star Wars because we're going to talk Spo yeah, about spoiler, it. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. By the way, it's like week three if you haven't seen Star it's not Wars. Week three. Isn't it? No. It's what been is? out for now like nine days. No, 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 no. Yes, it came out the 16th of December. It's now the. What? That can't be true. This is true. No way. You should have seen Star Wars by now at least twice. That's my point. <laughs> um, anyways, okay, what, did, what were your thoughts? You said um, you kind of liked it. No, I liked it. I liked it not as much as Force Awakens. I thought Force Awakens was better. What did you like more about that? Force Awakens. Like, if you can just kind of think like, about it. There was more hope and wonder in it. I mean, they said hope a thousand times in this Rogue One. Even but though like, I don't think that's a theme. There was more discovery and wonder. Okay. In that's, that's fine. Force Awakens. That's uh, relevant. This is a war movie. This is it the was, movie that put the war in Star Wars. My dad was like, Wars. I'm exhausted. He did. He said that. <laughs> that was nonstop action, and it's true. It was. Yeah, this is more close to like a World War II movie than it is a Star Wars movie, I yeah, think. Even fair. though it's in a Star Wars universe. And you know, we can probably keep this fairly spoiler-free. It's fine. Oh, I did want to say the thing that I knew as soon as they announced this movie. Yeah, but I think you're the minority. All right. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was a really good movie. It felt so Star Wars to me. It felt like it was in that universe. And they brought back all these little things from yeah. from Star Wars Episode Four, The one that <laughs> takes place immediately after that. Like, some of the pilots are the same. And one of the pilots blows up. And he, that pilot who used that call sign that blew up, Luke uses as a call sign in the next movie. There's just so much little stuff like that that you're like, oh, I can't believe they do that. That's amazing. <laughs> but for the person like me who likes Star Wars but doesn't know all that little stuff... <laughs> I would say I was less attached to the characters. Oh, I wasn't. Than I, than I was in Force Awakens oh, or any of the bad. other movies. Because hmm. I don't think they had time to do character development. You're right. You can't spend a lot of time with these characters because you have so many of them and you have a small time. And yeah, I agree. So that would be my one critique. 
if I were to give it a room for improvement. <laughs> right. But I think they did that on purpose, honestly. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but because the two main characters you see, Jin, who you know her backstory, you know what she wants in life. Kind you? Of. you eventually do when she changes and she's like I'm here for my to find my father and that was her whole motivation for a while I still don't think I knew what she was all about well she was about surviving until and not caring about shit until yeah. she saw the hologram and then she's like wait my dad's still alive and he's giving me a message I need to find him All right. so that was her motivation and then after that after what happens next she's like now let's make people pay <laughs> and his motivation is I like I think his motivation the best. what's his name do you remember Caspian yeah Caspian um, because he says he has that great monologue where he talks about how he's been in this war since he's in six he's lost everything everybody's lost a lot of people have lost everything yeah and all he has is this cause to fight for and if they lose then all the bad things he did like in the first scene he jacks a guy <laughs> well I did so here's the thing I did like I like how the rebels in this film are made to be more flawed rebels. Hmm. I think in the other films they're made to be like infallible, the rebels because they do all only do good things because their cause is good. Yeah. In this show that they are rebels for a good cause who are doing bad things sometimes. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, you got to think of what he's done. They're considered terrorists, right? So he's yeah. probably blown up things like malls and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. And he kills one of his friends in the first scene. I mean, not yes. friends, but you know, kind of like his colleagues. Yeah. Just for no reason other than the fact that he can't be he's allowed to down. live. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, he's going to give up information and stuff. And I like that. I like the fact that he they show how deep it is he is in he's in it for him and that if he if the rebellion fails, everything he's ever done that's bad means nothing. So I do agree with you though that this is probably not a Star Wars movie to take your kids to. No. I say if they're not ten, don't bring them. Or eleven or twelve or whatever. Amy this is a real movie. Like Yeah. It's a movie. It's I mean dark and not happy things happen. You know at the end of episode three, um, Anakin Skywalker gets his legs cut off. And his arms. <laughs> one of his arms. I believe, well, he, both I believe he still has one arm. Um, well, most of it anyways. And <laughs> he start, he's basically lit on fire and laying on the ground uh-huh. as he burns and screams how much he hates his friend. Yeah. Still a little probably less dark than the, the most of this movie. <laughs> Some yeah. of this movie. True. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's a tough one because that's a pretty dark movie too. At least that part of that movie. That's just that part. This is the whole movie. Well, yeah, Anakin dies, and then um, Padme dies because she her, her heart is broken. <laughs> Still the worst cause of a death ever. <laughs> uh, she's so angry. She, she just, just had two babies. Yep. But She has nothing to live for. Nothing to live for. <laughs> Except oh. for the freaking children that were just ma- created. so mad. Yeah. So we don't need to say much about it, because, I, like I said, if you want a long discussion, just go listen to the last two Geeks Next Door episodes. You'll hear all the Star, ta- Star Wars talk you could want, and all the little things they put in there that you might not have caught. So, yeah. Um, cool. So you thought it was okay. You, do you remember m- most of the other movies? Yes. I'm not... I'm, I'm, I liked it, but I, I... I know. I know. Okay. But do you remember, like... Vividly, most of the other movies, or just kind of all the other we movies? We watched them recently. Well, where would you put this in there, then? Oh. I would put it... I, I like... Okay. Force Awakens, the best. Really? Uh-huh. Then Empire. Then New Hope. Then this one, then Jedi. And then the other three, somewhere the other three down there. The three are... They don't really... They pretty much go three, two, one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, because, I mean, Empire is the quintessential Star Wars movie. Everybody says it's the best mo- best of them, always. And a lot of people were saying this movie's in the discussion. 
And I disagree with that. I, you can, but I'm, that's all personal opinion. You know, yeah, I think Force Awakens was way better. The thing I liked about Force Awakens is it was part of an ongoing story plot, but this was so integrated into the plot as well. I don't know. They were both good at the end. Okay. <laughs> all right. Like I said, we could talk all day. Let's move on. <laughs> all right. Stress level check. Uh, Bob Ross. Yes. I would say I'm at Dorothy level, level two. Because you're sick? Uh, not really that, but there's an appointment tomorrow. So I'm always a little nervous before an appointment. Okay. I can buy that. Um, yeah, we'll talk about the appointment later, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, we're still pretty low on the, on the poll. So that's good. We're good? Yeah. I should turn that down a little bit. It's, oh, it's really, really loud. It's a pretty fun song. I, um, so that song, that line is, you can call me Betty. Yeah. So my grandma, one of my grandma's names was Betty. Okay. And I have no idea. I didn't know until recently that Betty is often a nickname for Elizabeth. I knew that. I didn't. And I have no idea if my grandma's name is Betty or Elizabeth. And I don't really talk to that side of the family very often, so I probably never will know. Actually, you know what? My grandma was Betty on the bank side. Is she Elizabeth? I don't know. Yeah, fascinating. I think they just always called her... I think she was a Betty. Grandma Betty. That's what they called her. But what's her real name, Elizabeth? I have no idea. Yeah. At at Christmas, I pitched to my mother. You did pitch it. (laughs) I pitched to my mother that I would like her to come over... And I will record just me talking about her life. Because there's things I don't know about her life that I would like to know. You So, before I find out what her answer is, you should have said, you should come over a few times. No, no, no. We'll no. talk about... Because you can't get her whole life in, like, one session. Sure you can. You'd be surprised. <laughs> it'd be better if you did it a couple... You'd be surprised how much you can get in two hours. Anyway. I could talk about my life in, like, five minutes. <laughs> but anyways, little things. Like, I don't know how she met my dad. I don't know how she met my stepdad. I don't know a lot, a lot of this stuff. Um, I don't know what she liked to do in high school. Little things like that that I think would be... What did she say? We're getting into that. I would like to record, and if she wants to, release, but I could also just have it for grandchildren and for future and to just sit around and, you know, whatever. It's good to have. Um, She said, what? Can I lie? What? (laughs) That's that's probably the best answer to this question anyone could even have. Can I lie? You can say whatever you want, I guess. (laughs) Well... In high school, I was prom queen, and I was also the head of the debate team. And <laughs> no, I and so I don't know. Hopefully, she will. Hopefully, we can put something together. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, w- names? Or is this the name thing? Yeah. So there's this link. Oh, there's a link. Naming your child using the scientific method. Why have I not been known about this? <laughs> what the heck? Oh, come on, come on. Control click. There we go. Okay, how to name your child. What is this? A scientific approach. Dad math. Oh, my God. If Ryan would have read this, he definitely would have named his child this way. <laughs> Did you read it at all? Um, I looked at... There's, like, a list. Okay. No, so, go down. This is, like, talking about his methodology. Okay. 12 naming lessons from academic studies. Okay. So, we'll, should we read some of them? We should read them all. Okay. All I'll, we'll, I'll, we'll alternate. Number one. How about you just read them? No, no. You'll be fine. People like to hear your voice, even if it's all Angela. I'm not going to have a voice tomorrow if I keep talking like People this. People don't like to hear me, though. That's the constant thing I get for emails is, talk less, let Amy talk more. It's all <laughs> about her. True. Number one, don't use unusual, invented, or oddly spelled names. <laughs> I can agree with that, I guess. Really? 
Persephone with two E's? Well, that was just because of you having an odd name, so that was a tribute to you. spelled name, I know. <laughs> so basically, I mean, yeah, I think I'll do it this way, yeah. We used none of these rules. We broke almost every single one of them. Wait a minute. So keep going. Children with alternate spellings of more common names have been shown to have slowed spelling and reading capabilities? That is not true for me or Persephone. Well, we were both very advanced. There might be. I'm saying. I'm assuming the name spelling isn't the meth, isn't the reason for this. I'm thinking it must be like a cultural thing or like a uh, regional thing. Yeah, they're probably getting a false correlation. Yes, there's a correlation there that I don't believe makes sense. Um, okay, don't give boys a feminine or androgynous name like Sue. <laughs> That's a feminine name, but even androgynous names like um, Taylor. That can be a girl or a boy. Well, so can Chris. Yeah. Does that hurt boys? But isn't Christina as like a boy name that sometimes girls have? But I mean, there's more examples like no, Pat no, no, no. Is an example. Yeah, that's true. Chris, because Chris can be Christopher or Christine, and Chris can be short for him or Chris. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is there any just Chris's, or are they all Christophers or Christophs or? There could just be some just Chris's. Your mom is my favorite example in this story. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We thought forever she was a Rebecca. Turns out. So did she? So did she, she. Also thought that. Turns out on the birth statement it says Becky. <laughs> Which is remarkable. <laughs> Which needs oh, to be on the podcast that she you, has. How you can go your whole life until you're at least in your 40s before your mom says, hey, by the way, your name's not Rebecca. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's <laughs> that's why I'm sure there'll be so much stuff if I could just talk to her for a little while. Like, I know. Oh, you didn't know you had another brother? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. No. All right, number three, all yours. Don't use names that are likely to be given by parents of low socioeconomic status. Wait a minute. What? This one's a bit messy. <laughs> Oh, it uses Freakonomics, which is a terrible book. Yeah, I don't know about this. So that was dumb. We're going to skip it. Hang on. I wanted to read that part. Strikingly, this held true for brothers with a family, and even although the sample size was small for twins. Lowered perceptions of teachers and authority figures of students with low names. Okay. I don't know what names those are. Well, let's say you name your kid Bubba. And will teachers think, no. oh, that na- that kid's name is Bubba. He's going to be kind of a little not I very smart. I guess I could actually see that a little I, bit. I can kind of can too, which is sad. I think there's a better way to say that of don't use names that might have a poor connotation oh. culturally or... Socioeconomically? Yeah. That's what he said. I know. I, I kind Whatever. of agree with this now. <laughs> All right. Stay away from traditional ethnic names unless you have an Asian ancestry. <laughs> and Chris really, really would love to name a child Guan. G-U-A-N. Yes. I really would. It has been my alias on forums and through the internet for almost longer than I've been... Longer than it hasn't, put it that way. Sure. And I bet a lot of our listeners have never heard that name before. Really? Or they don't know who Guan was. Guan Yu. I bet that doesn't help a lot of our listeners. How can it not? <laughs> if you just Google G-U-A-N space Y-U, which is also weird because... I'll tell you why not, because most of us did not play Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Or read the book. Or read the book. <laughs> <laughs> the novel, one of the earliest novels written. I will say the exception to this would probably be people with Asian ancestry. Yes. And you know what the interesting thing is? Um, Chinese names, that's the family name. Right, because that's first. It's backwards. So the actual family name is Guan. So it's like if I was saying to somebody... So his name was Yu. Yes. It's like, if, well, his name is Guan Yu. It's together. But I know what you're saying. But it, so yeah, it's like saying if somebody was around and I was like, just call him Banks, which would be weird because that's our, our family name. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Uh, what's next? Keep in mind that initials and phonetic anchors have powerful effects. Phonetic anchors. Is that like persnickety? Maybe. Oh, and this one is that once I found that people are subconsciously drawn to live in cities which sound like their name. 
Like Phil moving to Philadelphia. What? I want to read that study. I really do. <laughs> and pursue careers which sound like their names, like Dennis the Dentist. That can't be correct. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. Does it work for us? What do you do? Uh, <laughs> Technically. No. Um... No, I can't think of any no. way it works for us. All right. All things being equal, choose names either earlier in the alphabet. I think that's dumb. Researchers in 2006 found that people with surnames starting with letters early in the alphabet were markedly more likely to work in prestigious university departments and win a Nobel Prize. Well, they're Bankses. I wonder if that's just because there's more names that start earlier in the alphabet, in, period. You know what? I have, a, I have something about this. When I was growing up, and in the military especially, I was always done right away with everything because they went by last name. Okay. So I was always the second or third person to do stuff, and then I was relaxed, so I got more time, down, more downtime. I wonder if that's something to do with it. They're like... If you go... I mean, military-wise, I don't know, because I was an N. Yeah, you were in the middle. So did you have to... Towards where, the end. I was actually more towards the end than I was I suppose. middle end. Yeah. Eh. I, mean, I liked not having to go first. Uh, well, I ne- that's the thing. I never had to go first. I always had to go, like, third, which was kind of cool because the first two are, the, like, the trials, and then you can see what they did wrong, and then you get it out of the way like that. And then you're, like, relaxed for the rest of the day. I don't know. I don't think it's a big deal, but whatever. We did not necessarily use that rule in our naming, I this, will say. It's true. This one's yours. I just read that one. Oh. Strong think royal names have been rated as likely to be born by people who are more intelligent and successful. And I would guess that's because their parents are more intelligent. Uh, and you're passing that on. A German study found that people with noble-sounding names such as Kaiser were found in management roles. <laughs> that's interesting. Okay. I'm sure the name is easy to spell and say. Nope, we broke that no. one. What's we, her we, name? Persephone. <laughs> Can say it again? Persephone? <laughs> no, Persephone. Yeah. And throw an extra E on the end just for the hell of it. Uh, I'll give you a hint. We're probably still following this same rule for this one. These two boys. Oh, making it that it won't be easy and stuff. Not necessarily. I think they're actually easier than Persephone. Mm, we'll see. I that's one of my favorite names, by the way. <laughs> Ensure the name is easy to spell and say. Nope. We already said that one. That's what we're just talking about. Nope. That was this one. No, we just talked about. Easy to spell and say. I said we didn't follow that. Well, whatever. Um, actually, you know what I thought was interesting? I always thought about this was Persephone had to learn a lot of letters to learn her name. Uh-huh. Kids like Sam she learned had to learn early. three. Yeah. <laughs> or Phil had to learn like four. She had to learn all these freaking letters and it took her forever. And I was like, you know, that's... because did not her, take her forever. No, no, no. It took her forever to write something compared to oh. them. So if she wanted to write Persephone, that's 11 letters compared to Sam, which is three <laughs> letters. So I like to think that it made her work harder and made her learn more, which <coughs> people might be annoyed that we gave her such a long name, but it's the same number of constant or same number of num- letters as my name, my full name, whenever I had to write Christopher. So suck it. Yeah. All right. So Amy's falling apart. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Pick a name with a lower Scrabble score. <laughs> You know who? You know who must have read this was Ryan, because mm-hmm. how? His, <laughs> now I know exactly why he named yes. his children. Yep. It's very small letter names. All right. <clears throat> you skipped one. Nope. People with the least unique names are considered more likable. A Marquette study had a very simple conclusion found that names were considered to be the least unique were considered more likable. To test this theory, researchers found that people in common names were more likely to be hired in job competition. I see both sides. I see people being like, "Oh, that's Dave." But I also see, like, maybe this, if it's a u- unique name, like, 
Joan. Hey, that's Joan over there. I don't whatever. know. Whatever. Pick a middle name with a flattering complimentary initial. Did we? Did you write these down, by the way, yet? The name, the middle names of our children, with the initials and everything, because we have them all figured out. I have looked at them in my head. I kind of want to write them down real quick. <laughs> I here. didn't write them down. So. Nope, you're missing one. I know, but sometimes people just do this one. Anyways, okay, so that one seemed... Uh-oh. <laughs> we typed something in, and the first thing that came up was it auto it auto-filled something, so we got a little concerned. <laughs> but I think it's fine. I think I know what that is. And then... That seems fun. <laughs> I think we're fine. This okay. is not riveting. When we're typing yeah. in letters into yeah. search engines to see if they mean anything or anything. I think we're all right. I think we're, I'm like, we're okay there. We definitely break 12 on purpose. All things being equal, select a shorter name or a name that is commonly shortened. Yep. So I I, My name is short. I wanted to have long, longer names. Yeah, so we'll just have to get rid of this. <laughs> this list because we are well, that's not that's why I wanted to talk about it because I was like I don't think we followed any of these rules no I think it, we're all look, look at this in England in the 1970s Christopher was the 8th most popular 1570s. name 1570s sorry 1570s that's what I meant Christopher was the most popular 8th most popular name good job Christopher these, these are all named after kings though basically yeah. <laughs> okay except for Drogo Drogo England 1120 Drogo is on the list <clears throat> 1120 that would be right after um, Hastings. So I don't know what that means. Or not Hastings, but see, this is a weird one because yeah, the names that's so long ago, eleven twenty. That's when French and English and or French and Welsh and Scandinavian well, you can tell, were like, all coming and into. And Yes, they were all kind of forming the English language okay. by using all the influences. So yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm gonna delete this link and never look <laughs> at it again because we broke all of those. <laughs> Uh, it would say no. We use none of these rules. Oh, that was yours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, anything else you want to say about that, or no? <laughs> so, yeah, expect the unexpected with our name. So, take that as a hint, everybody. <laughs> oh, did we want to say one that we didn't use? I was not going to until you said that. <laughs> Why? Because I thought we could save it for next week, but now we can't. All right. Do you remember what it was? Yeah. All right. You're so another say. name that we eliminated was Lowen. Lowen, yes, L-O-W-E-N, which I think is Irish, isn't it? I don't know. It, it just now reminds me of Lindsay Lowen. That's Lohan. I know, but it's similar. <laughs> I think it's Irish, actually. I'm just curious. Lowen is a very uncommon but unheard of name, similar to Owen with, with an L. All right, that didn't help. <laughs> yeah. All right, whatever. Very uncommon. Uh, Gaelic, yeah, it is Gaelic. And Welsh. I remember I looked it up when it was on our list. So, yeah. But we didn't use it, so screw them. Moving on. All right, so moving on to what? Are we on to the great debate the great still? Debate. The great snip debate? It's kind of in your court at this point. I've told you that, right? I don't know. you got a lot of weird stuff going on there. Oh, well, so I didn't want to talk about this. I like to call them the crusaders. There's people out there on the internet who are so anti-circumcision. And not in a positive, like not in a constructive way either. Yes. <laughs> so on Reddit, for example... 
in one of the groups I'm in of, of pregnant women who are going to have a baby in April. Somebody wrote out there, and the headline or the title of the, the thread was, let's talk about circumcision. What are you guys planning? What are you moms planning to do? Yeah. And, like, they had to, by the time I got there to read it, because I was like, ooh, this is irrelevant. <laughs> they close it. They had to close the thread yeah. for comments because there were people out there who just searched for circumcision. Yeah. And then, like, are mean. They go crazy. And they're even, they were even PMing that poor mom who started the thread. Yeah. Personal messages. Yeah. Like, terrorizing her. Yeah. That, this is why I say that people are more likely to convince me not, or to, to circumcise my child by yelling at me about not circumcising my child. Yeah. So, anyway, that, that's not the right way to go about it. It doesn't help anybody's mind on anybody. anything, probably. No. Well, I bet you people have better luck or better results, like, protesting angrily and loudly outside abortion centers because that's more likely to f- scare and intimidate somebody into not getting an abortion. Maybe. <laughs> at least at that location. <laughs> but if you really want to have thoughtful they don't, back and forth and really change somebody's mind, yeah. that's, that's not the way to do it. I agree. And I don't think that's what they're looking for. And these crusaders, as you call them, is not what... They don't do anything good for me. And in fact, I was worried that you were becoming their crusader. <laughs> <laughs> I could see myself going that route. Yeah. But I'm just in the camp of you okay. have to give me really good reasons to do it. Okay. So And then I did right before our show look at some photographs. Okay. On the internet. Oh, of penis. Of penis. <laughs> Is that how you say it? I think it's just penises. Plural of uh, plural it's of more penis. fun to say penis. <laughs> and honestly, I mean so we were looking at these photographs together, Chris and I. And when we would see an uncircumcised one, Chris would be like, that looks so weird. And my answer was, penises always look weird. <laughs> it doesn't look that different than a re- than any other penis I've seen. Yeah, well, you should try handling one for a few years, and then you'll, <laughs> then you'll know how weird it looks. <laughs> this is just because I'm not used to it, right? I look down, I see sure. what I look like. So. <laughs> and believe it or not, a lot of most ladies, I think, don't necessarily find a penis... Beautiful. Most men don't find it beautiful. It's utilitarian. So, that's not really a big deal to me. It's like the difference between a male and a female body. A female body looks attractive. I don't know why, it just does. Men body look like there's a giant penis sticking out of it. What a weird way to describe that. So that didn't freak me out or like change my mind. Just on looks alone. Right. I didn't think they looked that, that that different. Especially the erect ones. Erect is a lot different. And you can argue that most women, or most the first few times that most women will be with a boy that's n- uncut, will be, or, he'll be erect. Or cut. Either way, they'll be yeah. they'll be they'll be erect. It's very hard not to, right? I don't even really see you not erect. What does that mean? That we are private people. And you don't walk around the house naked. I would, if you'd let me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, put that away. Or stop doing that. <laughs> I mean, we, haven't even seen, we don't even see each other go to the bathroom. That's because of you, again. So it's not that we are private people. Is that you are very, apparently, Norwegian, I guess. <laughs> also, let's keep some mystery alive. I don't need to see that bodily function time. It's been like 20 years, dear. It I think, doesn't matter. I think we can be okay with each other's bodies. doesn't matter. <laughs> Chris has seen me push a child out of my vagina. 
He's never seen me pee. Do you want to see me push something out of my body? Nope. <laughs> I don't think so because male bodies, not attractive. <laughs> <laughs> so we made the, a little bit of a mistake of talking about this subject the other night with a couple friends were over. We talked kind okay. of about it at length about it, so I don't know what I can tell you that's new for me. So I'll just share with people what I have come up with so far, and hopefully you can think... comment. <coughs> I don't remember you having any for sure's or th- things when we were talking with these particular friends. But before we talk about that, can you talk about how you accosted a stranger to us? Oh, yes. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> so we had my Christmas, my, sorry, holiday party for work, which was at a bowling alley. We're a nonprofit. We don't go all out. We just bowled a few games. Hey, uh, I work for the state. We do nothing. So That's true. But that's because people yell at you for using state money and stuff. Um... While there, the people, that, the two people that were on our team, one was a, a girl who's she's newer to the organization, but she's very nice. They seem relatively fresh out of college, age like twenty four. Yeah, 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 ish. yeah, definitely. Yeah. And her boyfriend, and he was wearing a. It's not called a yarmulke, is it? It's called something else, but it, it's what we would consider a yarmulke. I thought it was a yarmulke. I think it has a different name, but anyways, you know, it sits on your head, and it it signifies you are Jewish. Yeah, <laughs> and I was really really curious about. Is today a holy day? Or do you just wear them all the time? Because I just don't know. So it must have been. I thought it was close to the beginning of Hanukkah, but... Hanukkah didn't start on Christmas Eve, so... And this was the Wednesday before. Yeah, so I was just super curious about that. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter why. And when Chris was like, oh, I talked to that guy, and I was like, did you ask him about why he was wearing the thing? And Chris was like, nope, this is what we talked about. I just talked about something more important. (laughs) So I was like, I said to him, I says, I says to him, I says... (laughs) Uh, are you being trendy or are you actually Jewish? <laughs> and he said, oh, I'm Jewish. And I said, oh, cool. So you're circumcised, right? <laughs> you just met this guy. <laughs> and he looked at me like, what? <laughs> so I said, oh, because we're talking about it for our podcast because we're having two boys and this big, there's a big to-do now about circumcising or not circumcising you because we're not religious. And the main reason most people in the world do it Besides the U.S. Religion. is religion. Either you're Muslim or you're Jewish. Those are the main reasons. Um, yeah, so we started talking about that, <laughs> and it was fun. And then he w- and I was like, well, I don't really have an opinion right now. Amy's got a pretty strong opinion. And he was like, well, what'd she say? And I said, oh, well, it's my turn to bowl. Ask her. She's coming back. And they didn't ask me. <laughs> Probably because they don't want to be like, so what do you think about penises that are circumcised? They just asked me in general about the podcast. Oh, okay. Like, how many listeners do you have? And I was like, I actually don't know. And, yeah. like, stuff like that. Which is too bad. I wish that they would have. I would have talked about it. Yeah. But it's always fun. And I hope I didn't freak them out or anything. I'm sure but... you're the guy who talks about circumcision. <laughs> yeah, so at, at, their, their, at their Christmas family thing, they're like, there's this dude. He just starts talking to me about circumcision. It was weird. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it was fun talking to him. Um, so my the points I made the other night when you and our friends was that I don't find any of the arguments compelling at, at either side. I don't find any arguments compelling. I don't okay. find I don't find that the cleanliness argument compelling. I don't find the thing about um, diseases compelling. I don't think think about death compelling because it's so rare and so doesn't happen that often. I don't find anything compelling. It's very hard for me to find a side. So what that tells me is you're kind of fine with not circumcising. Oh, that's right, not intact. That's what they call it, not intact penises. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of, unless I find something other way that's more... That, so you're almost kind of in my camp. 
No, I think you're more anti-circumcision than I am. You're much more well, anti-circumcision. That's, yeah, that's probably true. I'm more like I, if I if you were let's say you were gone. Let's say tomorrow morning you're driving on this icy road, which is really ice, and a car hits you, and they can only save the babies. Okay. <laughs> and they say to me, "Would you like to save your wife or the babies?" And of course, I say, "Babies." Right. Um, it's actually the wife, but no, she's it's gonna babies. Think, she's gonna think it's gonna be babies. I'm gonna let her know it was never a choice. I, I just so let's just be clear. If we're in this situation, and I've said this publicly. And you don't save the babies, you choose me. I would leave you. But I'm never so gonna. So then you would not have saved me. But I'm never gonna let you know there was a choice. The doctors will. No, I'll bribe them. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but anyways, you're gone. There's two children. They yeah. save them. They're like, Chris, would you like to have them circumcised? I'd be like, sure. I don't care at this point. Even though you know I don't want to. You're gone. Okay. <laughs> I gotta start looking for a new wife. <laughs> I gotta raise two boys. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because I would lean towards the fact that I don't care. Make them like me. Sure. It <laughs> doesn't really I mean, matter. I do, I, from the people, some of the people we've talked to, a lot of times it does come down to that. Make them look like their dad. Right. Or, or the mom will say, you have a penis, I don't. You decide what to do to the dad. Right. And the dad will say, well, I was circumcised. Someone's looking at them circumcised. Right. I think that's how it caught on in the U.S., Probably. You know, they had the initial whole thing of don't masturbate and make it less sensational. And then after that, it was generation and generation of why not? I did. I was. Why wouldn't you be? It's the same yeah. reason why Persephone went to a public school despite my objection. Why well, not? We're going to pay for a private school. <laughs> like, we could afford that. <laughs> We'd figure it out. We're like, why not? It's what we did. And she'll be fine because she's exceptional and she'll learn and she'll be great. You know, why not? Very different. You're comparing very nope. different things. Exact same no, thing. One to one comparison. Because that's not the only reason I wanted to go to a public school. I know. But. Okay. Anyways, um, I don't find any of the arguments compelling at all. And the one that annoys me the most is your children's in pain. And I'm like, well, yeah, they just came out of a fucking birth canal, too. And that was really painful, too. <laughs> so they're not going to remember that pain. And if you say that they did, snipping off their penis parts is not going to be as painful as being jammed outside of a uterus after... Right, but the body is designed to not remember the being pushed out pain. It's the same thing for that. It's, there's no, you're not going to convince me it's it's designed for one pain to be forgot, but not so, another okay, pain so to be forgot. Let, let me put it this way then for you. If if you don't find an argument compelling on either side, yeah. then why wouldn't you just leave your baby how your baby comes? Because I'd be like, why would I, I would just make it like me? The, the, more, the more likely reaction I have is, I can't find an argument on either side. Whatever she wants to do is fine. That's most likely what I'm going to go with. Unless I find something very con- convincing. And you know what? If that we went that route and they... Okay, so here's my argument. Here's my question to you about that, all right? Okay. Children have opinions, right? Sure. They have opinions at young ages. Sure. Let's say when they're four, they say... I've watched Dad pee. Persephone used to watch me pee. She'd come in and watch me pee. She thought sure. it was interesting for whatever reason. Well, very different than how she would pee. That's true. And she and they're like, one of them's like, Baby A. We'll go with Baby A. Is like, um, I want my penis to look like that. At four. That's too early. If they want to have it done when they're of an age where they can. What age? I don't know, ten, eleven. So that's not too early. Because their brains are still messed up at 10 or 11. They're not developed yet. Yeah. So that's that's my only question is, like, what if that... that This is not a reason. This is not an excuse. This is just my hypothetical, what if at age 7, they're like, yeah, make it look like dads. What do we do? 
I don't know. Do we just say you can make that decision when you're 18? Because that Because that's an arbitrary number that makes you an adult. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you can decide about your penis parts, but you can't drink when you're 18. <laughs> yeah, you can go to war and die when you're 18, but you can't, can't drink. Can't drink. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't... That's, that's the one thing that gives me a little bit of concern. But here's the thing. By us leaving them intact, we give them that opportunity to make a choice like that. I know. If we cut them... I know. That's still You've a better, taken that away. Yeah, it's still an argument I don't care about. Because, I do. I care about that argument. I've never met a ma- male who said he cares. And anyone who says that they care... But I've met two! I, I think they have more issues they should talk about with a therapist no, rather, than their, rather than their penis. Going both ways. Remember, one going both ways. One who was he, mad that they were circumcised. One, one that, that... He went both ways? That makes sense to me. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, maybe... <just>. See? <laughs> um, and the other guy wanted to be circumcised, so got himself circumcised as an adult. But that's not an issue because you can always do it yourself. Right, but he had that opportunity to choose that, is what I'm saying. I know. So anyway, so what you said was, I don't care. Nothing, there's no evidence enough to make me go one way or the other. Yep. So whatever she wants to do is fine. So far. Probably. And yep. what I heard was, I told you, you have to give me evidence to convince me to circumcise. Right. So you haven't done that yet, so we're not going to circumcise. <laughs> As of right now, yes. Okay. But that doesn't end it. You know, I might find something in a month that's like, this is really important to me. <laughs> sure. Well, and I I also am still in the evidence gathering, you know, yeah. if I find out. I, yeah. I still want to talk to my OB about it. And you know what? You're supposed to have, it's okay to have a decision as long as you're open-minded to new evidence. That's okay. Sure. Um, it's This is not a scientific decision. It's more of a personal decision. Yeah. Either way, you're making a choice for your child. <laughs> Yeah. Why don't you just make it a... I mean, you know what's going to be bad is like in 10 years where they're like, we give you back your foreskin surgery. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. They did it. They went ahead and found that 0.005% of the population. There's a thing out there. Oh, there probably is. I think that there is. Oh, good God. It should not be a thing. Because there's some um, organization that talks about it. Is it Restore or something? (laughs) Really? Surgery to replace foreskin. Yep. Foreskin restoration for circumcised Norm. males. Norm. That's what it is. That's what it is. Surgical foreskin replacement does not rec- oh. does not recommend surgical foreskin restoration because of the poor results and high cost. Oh. Norm is a... Norm is anti-putting your foreskin back on. No, I think Norm is a group for um against circumcision. It looks like it's a thing, which kind of makes me I sad. I I think it's a thing. It really makes me sad. I think that there's bigger things in your life going on especially emotionally or mentally than there is about your foreskin. However, if you say that about another person, you're devaluing their feelings. I agree, and that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Sorry out there if you're really sad you lost your foreskin, but I I got to think there's something else going on. I got to. There, there's no I can't put myself you're in that mindset. Very, you are being a little closed-minded about that. Uh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am. And I acknowledge my closed-mindedness. Right. As long as you acknowledge it. <laughs> All right, that was fun. Do you have any other thoughts? No, we should look at more pictures of penises. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm good. I'm satisfied. Apparently, you haven't even seen mine, so we should do that sometime, too. Um, What are we moving to? (laughs) This is week 23 of the pregnancy. Ooh, Michael Jordan. Okay. Come on. If there's any sports number you should know, it's Michael Jordan. No? No. It's like the most famous sports number in the world. People okay. who don't do sports know that number. Okay. Do you know any sports numbers? Some of them. You know Kirby Puckett. 
34. Yeah. Took me a little bit, though. All right. Good enough. Curry Puckett, greater than Michael Jordan. That's what we prove in the air tonight. <laughs> in my experience, I watched baseball when Kirby played. I didn't watch basketball. I know. It's fine. That's all it is. Anyways, are we moving on? Yeah. Or no? Yeah. Millions of peaches. Peaches for me. Millions of peaches. Peaches for free. Look out! All right, peaches. What's going on with week 23? They are the size of a bunch of grapes. <laughs> Wait. Like, you know how the grapes come in a bunch? What if I eat half the bunch? Well, you could say that for any of the fruit. <laughs> that's true. But grapes are like an individual unit, and like an orange is not. Well, that's the best one I could find, because okay. some of them are real weird. A bunch of grapes. That's interesting. Well, yeah. I could have bought some grapes today. I forgot. You should have showed the share that with me. Grapes are expensive. Every fruit is expensive in the winter. <laughs> for some reason, every but even fruit in the is summer, expensive. summer, grapes are really expensive. Yeah, I guess they are. Yeah. It's funny. They'll get you. They'll be like, three ninety nine. dollars Woohoo! A pound, and then you yeah. like twelve dollars. <laughs> How did I spend twelve dollars on grapes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. A bunch of grapes. That's kind of interesting. Okay. Now, when you went to the movie, you did not take up seven rows. <laughs> we just gave you the one with the more leg room. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, so, this was is a weight check-in. Okay. How are you doing? Unofficial weight, because it's not... It's our bathroom scale, and I checked it later in the day after I had eaten and had a lot of water all day. But I've gained 24 pounds. <laughs> Total. Yeah. And you're supposed to gain, what, 40? 50? Well... Singleton pregnancies, you're supposed to gain 35 total. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but according to this book, the Dr. Luke book, which everyone, I should say everyone, but a lot of, like, twin moms know the Dr. Luke book. Okay. Hold on, I dropped a Kleenex. I wanted to pick it up. And so according to this book, I'm supposed to gain 40 to 56 pounds. <laughs> That's total. a very specific number. Only up to 56. <laughs> uh and, and that's about what my doctor said, I think. I think you're... Yeah. Does that make you kind of on target? Weight gain by 20 weeks to do this, it should be 25 pounds by 20 weeks. Oh, well, there you go. I was only at 20 at 20 weeks. So eat more. <laughs> so I, I, I think I'm doing okay, although it seems really freaky <laughs> that it's the scale is so high. Uh, I will say today, Amy informed me that she has reached the... She might have reached the two cheeseburger... <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that. That's the next section. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Okay, and then last week we gave you an assignment. You did? Me or somebody else? To weigh Battle Cat daily. Oh, yeah, I didn't do that. But you weighed her at least once. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, you did. I, I weighed her once, yeah. but. And so at least we know as a starting weight she weighs <coughs> 11 pounds. Yeah. Which is more than I thought she would weigh, actually. And I did check the scale. I told you that I calibrated it, remember? I just picked up this weight. It's a 35-pound kettlebell, and, okay. and it was 35.2 pounds, so it was it was good. Yeah. Also, I learned yesterday, Chris has no concept of how much three pounds is. <laughs> because he weighed himself, and he said, uh, the scale is calibrated correctly, but I must have three pounds of clothes on. Well, I weighed myself naked. And I said, no, you don't. You ate food all day. Clothes don't weigh three pounds. I, yes, they do. Their clothes are heavy, aren't they? Right, and then I gave you something to weigh, and it didn't even register. 
And then I gave you this really heavy bag of bath salts, and you weighed that, and it was exactly three pounds. It feels like my clothes should be at least three pounds, <laughs> doesn't it? Not a t-shirt and workout pants. Well, how much does a t-shirt weigh? Like one pound? Not even half a pound. How is that possible? Modern technology has really come far. <laughs> that clothes are not more than a pound. Clothes in the Wayback Machine used to be the that Wayback heavy. Machine. <laughs> I don't know. I assume my clothes are at least three pounds. <laughs> They're not. Good try. My shoes are like three pounds, right? Shoes are heavier. Were you wearing shoes? No. That's irrelevant <laughs> to the discussion. <laughs> no, I just noticed that I, I weighed myself naked because I do that sometimes. And I like to look at myself in the mirror and, you know, look naked and stuff and think of how good I look. Sure. <laughs> as then, we all do. As we all do. And then I like to put on clothes and weigh myself again. And I like to see what the weight increase is. It's not three pounds. It was like six hours later, though, after after, after dinner. <laughs> so I surmised that it was the clothes. <laughs> Are you saying there's a lot in well, there's logic that I missed in there? <laughs> I am. That is what I'm saying. All right, whatever. So I did uh, weigh myself right before we started the podcast because I forgot to earlier. Okay. And I, I have reached a point in pregnancy where it's difficult for me to see the scale <laughs> when I look down. <laughs> There's just a belly there. I have to kind of move a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I can see that. It used to be difficult sometimes for me to see parts down there as well. Really? Yeah. I had a, I was bigger, much bigger, 40 pounds bigger. doesn't seem like you were that much. Like, huh. You, I've noticed. That's one of the things that lets me notice is like, <laughs> yeah. I can see more of me. <laughs> and I can see less of me. Yeah. <laughs> like shaving is dangerous. For me. Yeah, you said that. Well, you, you don't know if you told other people, but you told me. Oh, so I like to keep myself trimmed. And I like it when she keeps herself trimmed. In private areas. <laughs> and it's not a daily thing because that would be very painful to shave that area every day. It would? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I, I about once a week, I try. Why is it painful? Just it's more sensitive? More sensitive. Some would say that's a plus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's also a really cool way that I do it. Do you want to describe? First you shave with the grain. Then you shave to the left, and then you shave to the right, and then you shave against the grain. It's real nice. That'd be kind of painful. I see what you're saying. Because if you just go against the grain, it's just have a rash afterwards. Oh, I see what you're Party. saying. So with side, side, against. Yeah. Okay. It works out real nice. Good for you. I anyway, agree. <laughs> I can't see that area at all. I'm installing a mirror. <laughs> a mirror would be helpful. Um, so when I'm doing it now, it's... I just do my best and hope I don't cut myself, basically. <laughs> and I'm sure there's going to come a point where I can barely reach it. I'm just going to give up. Yeah, possibly. And I accept that. Yeah. I have known women who have gotten a wax there before they give birth. Why? Just to be That's what clean? I kind of? Like, th that area is going to be not clean pretty soon anyways. What? That whole area is not going to be clean when the children are coming out. Oh, just like, it'll be like bloody. Yeah. And oh. Other crap. I think it's dirty. I'm pretty sure most women poop. I was like, well, we wash ourselves. <laughs> well, yeah, but you don't then push out a child or two and bunch of fluid and poop. That has nothing to do with whether or not to get waxed. Uh, it kind of does. Anyway, you don't have to get waxed. Doctors don't care how hairy you are. No, I can't imagine that. But they, I do they think they if you have to have a C-section and you're really hairy, they shave you. Well, that's nice then. Well, they have to cut hair. <laughs> But I don't know for sure because I've never had a C-section. Okay. All right. <laughs> Wait, I feel like there's more we should talk about here. Oh, about how fat I am? Oh, this is just the fat portion. Okay. Um, this is blind. I don't know where we're at. Here we go. Pretty good. Just eat it. Just eat it. 
was pretty good because I forgot I that song. I would sing more of the song and then I remembered I can't really you can't talk, sing. So. <laughs> um, okay, what are you eating? Uh, so I think I'm not getting enough protein. <sighs> oh, it says protein dilemma. I thought it right. said protein diarrhea at first. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm having no trouble there. Protein dilemma. So I'm you supposed need to have protein. a ton of protein. Every pregnant woman's supposed to have a lot of protein. And you don't eat any. You don't eat a lot of meat. And women having two babies are supposed to have even more protein. That makes sense. And I, I just ate a cheeseburger today. The but, tiniest cheeseburger I've ever seen. <laughs> that's what. I, that's what I mean. That's not a lot of meat. <laughs> um, so I think I'm gonna talk to my doctor about having um, boost protein shakes because I have heard other friends who had twins and just in general that's talked about when you're pregnant with twins. As a way to boost your protein. I wonder if those, like, if I get whey protein to add to the daily smoothie, if that will make a big uh, volume in- increase. Because it, it looks like protein stuff's pretty small. Is it just powder? It's just powder. I don't know if it expands, like, foam or something. Because oh. <laughs> if it's just powder, we could add that in very easily. I don't think it tastes like anything, so it wouldn't taste different. We could try it, at least. Yeah. The problem is I don't need more protein. <laughs> But I'm okay taking it in. Well, I'm also okay with having it not in the smoothie because I also need to, I think, increase how much I eat throughout the day. Oh, I see. So, so not just I one a, big a boost thing. shake like for a second yeah, yeah. breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't mind adding protein to the thing too because it's not going to hurt to have too much. And so Chris was supposed to buy me some today at the store, but they, apparently they hide them. They don't have them. They don't have them there. I almost got to do this protein bar at I checkout. I bet they're in the, in the toiletries area. What? The toiletries are. I think that that might be where they are. Well, then they kind did close to the pharmacy. Then they did hide them. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna get you this protein bar, but it had to, said twenty grams of protein. How much are you supposed to get? Do you know? Oh, I don't know. I should look that up in yeah. Doctor Luke's book. You should look it up. Um, but it's also coated in chocolate. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. So I love how they have these. They have these like protein bars or like granola bars that are coated in chocolate or have like twenty grams of sugar. Because <laughs> it's like that's not healthy for you anymore. <laughs> but it does do its job. It gives you lots of protein. You're just getting chocolate as well, which is not bad for you in your condition, but it means I can't eat it. Oh, good luck finding a protein bar that doesn't yes. have chocolate. So I'm always looking for something like bars, snacks and stuff, but there's nothing that is like has no sugar. Everything has so much sugar added that it's ridiculous. And even the natural ones are like, no added sugar. But if you look at it, it's got... 12 grams of protein. I try to keep it to 20 or less, or 12 grams of sugar. I try to keep it 20 or less. I can't do that for just that. I'm trying to keep talking as you look up stuff. Well, because I saw, I found a big chart saying how much protein is in certain things. Yeah. Supplements. But not how much you need. Right. Oh. I don't know. It's something to look up for later, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yes, as uh, Chris brought home the cheeseburger... I realized <laughs> that I think I've hit the two cheeseburger rule part of pregnancy. Where and I now require two cheeseburgers. And they were small cheeseburgers. They it were was teeny tiny. They like, were, I don't eat two Culver's cheeseburgers. Wow. One is enough. I mean, because that's big. That's big. Oh, yeah, I thought you said you would eat no, two. No, I don't need two Culver's. Those are big, yes. But this was a Burger King cheeseburger. It's and very, it was very tiny. small. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I get those. I get the double cheeseburgers, and those are small by themselves, too, but at least there's two patties on them. And I think that would be too much meat at once. Yeah, I know you don't like meat like that. You like very little little amounts of meat. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll look into the protein stuff, and you can look into shakes or whatever. Yeah. Because protein does help me, you know, bigger muscles. So that's a a side effect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all I want to talk about with food. Is there anything I want to talk about with food? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. It it was a good try, though. All right. (laughs) I'm looking to my eyes
good song. All right. Okay. What's going on with it? Well, these babies are getting bigger and bigger, <laughs> and uh, now they're kicking me on the inside. Oh, like towards your your parts, like your kidneys and stuff, and your spleen. Well, I think. <laughs> what did I say earlier? And your butt. <laughs> they kick your butt. What did I say? It's this baby just kicked me in the reverse pooper or something. <laughs> what did I say? It. <laughs> What's a reverse pooper? No, no, like on, the, like on the inside of my body, kind of by where you poop. So where you poop, but on the inside. Yeah. So what is that? That's like the... Your rectum, maybe? The other side of the butthole. Yeah. That's where I think maybe A kicked me earlier. Kind of hard. Well, the prostate. So it'd be on the other side of the I prostate? I prostate. For, for, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of me. The other side of the prostate. I know where my prostate is. And so the other side of that. That is a really bad example. I don't have a prostate. Well, you should try harder. How, why would you not? Don't you want one? <laughs> okay. But in there somewhere. Why do men have those and women don't? Apparently, from everything I read online, for pleasure. <laughs> That's the only reason why. <laughs> Cosmo really wants me in that area, and I don't want to be in that area. So. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. Does it have to do with um, reproduction? Maybe, or maybe it regulates some sort of hormone. I don't know. We can find out. We have the internet. <laughs> All of our nurse listeners are, like, screaming at us right now. What the does answer. the prostate do? <laughs> okay. Prostate gland is a male reproductive organ reproductive whose main organ. function is to secrete prostate fluid, one of the components of semen. Oh. The muscles of the prostate gland also help propel the seminal fluid in the urethra during ejaculation. Okay, so instead of that, women have a uterus. It surrounds the urethra just be beneath the bladder. Okay. That makes sense. It does make sense why women don't have that. Thank you, Internet. <laughs> Remember there was a day we would have to look that up in the encyclopedia? Yeah. You have to find P, the P section. It was yeah. probably like QPR. Uh, we, I didn't have a full PQR. encyclopedia set at home. Did you? Well, we there were, we did, but there was always missing ones. So like S was missing or... <laughs> like just lost in the house or never purchased? Meh. Okay. <laughs> didn't fall off the truck with the other stuff? I don't know. <laughs> so you couldn't find certain stuff. Okay. <laughs> I did like looking at through in the encyclopedia, though. Did you? Eh. I well, also look up different kinds of cats. Oh my god. Oh my god. What? Are you serious? Yes. Let's look up Persian. Well, like big cats and stuff, not like different kinds of domestic oh, okay. cats. That's what I thought you meant. No. What? <laughs> that makes more sense. You're looking up like tigers and yeah. lions. That's like cool. I thought you were like. Well, also, I looked up tabby because yeah. I had a tabby cat. But. Uh. <laughs> Okay. Black cat. What yeah. does that say? <laughs> Ooh, don't buy one during Halloween. <laughs> okay, um, so I am kind of starting to notice a pattern of when they're active and when they're not. Yeah, it's usually when I'm nearby you, they're active, but when I touch your stomach, they're no longer active. <laughs> they do. They troll you. Yeah. Quite Like hard. crazy. Mm -hmm. She'll be like, oh my God, they're really kicking. I'll move over. I'll put my hand there. They'll be like, nope, fuck you. <laughs> Get used to this. This is what I'm doing for 18 years. <laughs> but early morning while I'm like turning over in bed and not yet out of bed... I can feel them kick in. Oh, that's got to be annoying. You uh, can't go just, back to sleep, can you? I, do, I can. Do they wake you up ever yet? Not yet? No, they don't wake me up. Okay. I don't know that Persephone's movements ever woke me up. I don't know. I do remember towards the end, before she was born, I would be laying on my side and I could feel the bed springs being pushed down by her. Like, that was weird. What? Like, I'd be laying on my side. Oh, I see what you're saying. And so her movements were pushing the bed springs. Oh, that's Not me, weird. Her. <laughs> <laughs> that's freaky. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then in the evening they move a lot. They're moving a lot right now, actually. Okay. 
Yeah. But, so even though they troll Chris, Chris finally did feel one tiny kick by a baby bee. It's, I assumed it was gas. <laughs> but you tell me it wasn't, right? Right. So it felt- Have you ever felt my stomach... I don't know that I want you to answer this question. <laughs> what? Have I ever felt your stomach? No, like, not pregnant. Gas bubbles. You don't can't feel those from the outside. I don't know. Can I? No. Maybe, I don't know. Well, I could... Okay, but I could hear it rumbling and, like, that. if I That's put my... That's different. If I put my hand there, I could probably feel a rumble of so. some sort, couldn't I? I don't think so. You'd feel vibrations. If you can hear the sound, you can f- feel some vibrations. But there's a lot of padding in between. Right. I don't think you feel gas bubbles. Have, do it right now. Put my hand here. You, you have some sort of gas. Do gas. Is, do gas. Baby. <laughs> do gas. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But, but did I did feel, feel something it. once. Yes. It yeah. wasn't it, like earth shattering though. It was like, oh, there's some sort of bubbling in your stomach. <laughs> wasn't it a magical moment for both of shared together with our? <laughs> I don't mean to uh, baby bee twin. <laughs> but it's not like I felt like a kick or anything, you know, or they're not. Ki- that's, so that's the thing that always annoys me when people are talking about baby movements, counting like kick counting or like the baby's kicking, because it's not usually kicks; they're just moving. Sometimes it's an elbow or a, they're pushing themselves into a new direction. It's not always their feet just kicking. Sure, but I didn't. Okay, by kick I mean any movement that would be a solid movement. It just felt like there was. Well, that's what they are. That's what all the movements are. No, there's sometimes where it's like you've even said where there's like. Later on in the pregnancy. Oh, right. Not now. Not now. Yes, not now. But later on in the pregnancy, you'll feel it'll be much more intense is what I'm saying. Yeah. Right now, it's just little bumps. Right. That's So that's that's what I mean. It didn't feel like uh, earth shattering. I wasn't like... I didn't roll a tear and be like, my son, I tried to kick my or anything like that. So maybe in the future when so I feel something... So it didn't make you feel like it was more real to No. Me. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, I just want the world to know how much you're dead inside. The thing that made me feel more real... You're saying that I'm dead inside. Sometimes you're dead inside as well. No, it's just not real to me yet. It's just... It's a potential still. That's why I even call them the potential kids. Sure. (laughs) Because they're potential. So, anyways. I don't care for that much, by the way. I know. Sorry. Okay. Otherwise, I don't know when life begins. (laughs) You want to have this discussion? (laughs) No, but we are almost to the point of viability. Or if they were to be born super early, chances right. of them surviving with high medical intervention is very high. Right. In which case, they'll turn into... So their potentiality is less and less and becomes more real. Right. So then they'll be the, the viable kids. Let's <laughs> call them baby A and baby B. Everyone out. Okay. Although sometimes then at the doctors, they'll call them baby one and baby two. What? They should just decide. Yeah. No. Well, there has to be A or B because one or two denotes a, a hierarchy. What is A and B, B not? Because A comes before B. But that's just letters. Like, you can't say A is better than B, but you can say number one is better than number two. Interesting. You know what I mean? That's why people use letter grades instead of number grades a lot of times. Huh. It's true. My college didn't. They use numbers. Really? Huh. Huh. Not anymore. Now they use grades. No, whatever. All right. Anything else about movement you want to talk about? (laughs) I'm good. Okay. Okay. That's such a good song. We should just play that song constantly. All right, feelings. All right. Well, I, it, it, 
talking about my hips and my hip pain it made me remember a cat corner that I was going to say. I forgot. <laughs> oh. Do you want to go back to it? Cat corner. Revised. Cat corner. Revised. <laughs> meow, meow. Revised. Well, no, I just wanted to say, so my hips hurt um, usually during sleep because when I'm laying on them and the pillow I use does help. It's just become a part of the bed, the pillow. No. It, it's become all of the bed. <laughs> it's a large pillow. Last night I had... You moved it like over last night because I had about my width to sleep on the well, bed. Well, you know I like to sleep diagonal in the middle of the bed. And so I just have to move the pillow there so I can sleep that way. For feelings, can we talk about how I feel that I don't get any of the bed anymore? Uh, can we talk about how you come to the bed at 6 a.m. every day? Sure. How do you expect me to lay only on my side for most of the time I'm sleeping? Well, when I get there, you should be like, oh, Chris is here. I will move over and be and polite. And usually I do. Mm, I just... The cats move more than you. <laughs> didn't know. You didn't wake me up this time. Yeah. Well, okay. that's good. So anyway, my hips hurt and my knees hurt while I'm sleeping. And sometimes really bad. Like, I almost want to, like, there's almost a tear because I don't know how to make the pain stop. Like, anytime I move. Oh, you are in a good place right now, aren't you? <laughs> and sometimes the hip pain will continue for a few hours in the morning after I get out of bed. Ugh. And I think it's just going to get worse. I like to think it's at, it's at its worst right now. I, I don't, I think that's unlikely. Because we're just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. But let's just pretend and then you don't <laughs> got to worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm starting to get uncomfortable, even when I'm sitting. <laughs> if you can't even sit, what are you going to do? <laughs> what I about laying know. down? Is that okay? When I lay, Okay, this is a gross thing. When I lay on my left side, like you're supposed to when you're pregnant. Why your left? Uh, breathing and veins. You have those on both sides of your body. <laughs> <laughs> they say you lay on your left side because of those things. It they, puts less pressure on veins and stuff because your uterus is so big. Pushing on like important blood veins. Why can't vessels? you lay on your right side? I mean, I can, but it's preferred to lay on your left. I need to see this. Look it up. Because the breathing is in the middle, the uterus is in the middle, right? And the veins are on both sides. Look it up. <laughs> no, I believe you. I just don't. I don't understand why. <laughs> anyway, so when I lay on my left side, I burp. <laughs> That's not like, gross. A lot. Oh well. All right. And I don't know why, and it's not restful. But I think that has probably something to do with how the heartburn has started. Oh, I don't have that. I don't, At think, the end, I don't think I've ever had heartburn. That's a good the thing. The first time I ever had heartburn, I think I was 28 weeks pregnant with Persephone. I remember that. And I was like, oh, this is what heartburn is like. <laughs> <laughs> and it got so bad, I would throw up from it. And so then I started taking a pill before I went to bed. It was a prescription. I don't know what it was. So... um. I'm going to ask the doctor what I can take. I know I can take Tums, which I have been doing, uh, but they don't work as good as whatever I used to take. Okay. Now, will you please read what you just looked up? Yeah, see, now it makes sense. Okay. It says, because your liver is on your right side of your abdomen, lying on your left side keeps the uterus off that large organ. That makes sense. Sleeping on the left side also improves circulation of the heart and allows for the best blood flow of the future. That's got to be because of the kidney or the liver, which makes sense. So on the right side, they don't want you pushing on your liver. The end. It's all... I, I've never heard the liver part. I've only heard the other stuff about the circulation. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, so here's another thing I know. When you have your blood pressure checked and it's really high, they have you lay down, right? On your left side? On your back first. And if it doesn't go down, sometimes they have you lay on your left side to see if that lowers your blood pressure. They never make me lay down. They're always just like, is that good? I'm like, not really. I'm like, okay, going back. Well, it's if they're concerned about the highness of it. And Could, be. Could be. Could be. 
That's weird. Um, what else did I want to say about feelings? And I think I talked about this on the last show, but my skin is still numb around my belly button. <laughs> yep, you did talk about it. Doctor said it's 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 a thing that happens to some women. It's probably not nothing to worry about. Okay, that's good. But it does really like my skin just sometimes at the end of the day, especially, just feels really painful because it's stretched so much. Like all of your skin, or just your, oh, my your, stomach. your stomach, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, speaking of going back to the sleep part, I wanted to talk about Battle Cat and Zelda. And Is this the revised cat corner? In sleeping, yes. So, normally, when I don't have a big pregnancy pillow, um, I sleep with my legs, uh, one leg bent and one leg straight. Yep. Uh, when I'm on my side. On your side, yeah. So you kind of make cat, a little little area. There. Yeah. And Battle Cat will sleep in that little area. Right. It's comfortable and warm. And it's fine. Until I need to move over or, like, switch to the other side. And then she loses her mind. Oh, yeah. That's when she gets mad. She's like, I'm, She gets really, really mad. I'm fucking comfortable over here. I've even flipped her off the bed before <laughs> unintentionally because I'm trying to move. Yeah. I hear it all the time. I'm like, oh, can I just to move? <laughs> so now with the big pillow, Zelda loves the big pillow. Yeah. So now she is sleeping on my legs within the big pillow. And when I have to move over... She just gets up, sits next to me. I turn over. She comes right back. Well, yeah. She, like she knows. Oh, you're just going to move and I'll go back. But she's like a kid and Battle Cat's an old lady who doesn't <laughs> want to get up in the middle of the night. There's <laughs> a big difference. I was just showing you the difference between the two That's cats. true. My favorite now is this, like I'll wake up. I wake up a little bit later than Amy and she'll be gone. And Amy's pillow will just be full of cat. <laughs> Zelda will sit on the top of it and Battle Cat will sit in the middle. And like yeah. <laughs> That's theirs now. <laughs> All right. So what do we got going on coming up here this week? Well, tomorrow is a big day. It is our fetal echocardiogram. Which is big words, meaning they're going to take measurements? They're going to look at the hearts of the Ooh, babies. Ooh, echo, fetal echocardiogram. Cardio means. Yeah. yeah, okay. And I asked that one doctor, Dr. Uh, John Malkovich, and he said Malkovich, Malkovich? <laughs> He said it's just like an ultrasound. Oh, so you don't got to do anything different. I don't think so. Is it supposed to take a long time? They scheduled an hour for each. But hopefully it'll be like hopefully the other it won't one. Hopefully it'll be that long. And it's at it's early fucking in the morning. It's like 8 o'clock. Yes. Is that 8 or 9? It's at 8 so that I don't hopefully have to miss work. Uh, 8 o'clock so early. <laughs> and I get to go to work like this tomorrow, so that'll be awesome. Oh, it means we got to leave at like 7.30, right? Earlier than that. 7.20? Yeah. This is morning traffic, and also, I don't know exactly where we're going. Uh, <laughs> I have to go to Brooklyn Park tomorrow for work, so that won't be too bad. See, there's not a lot of times I ask Chris to come with me. Uh, <laughs> this, this could be one of the reasons why. <laughs> it's so early. <laughs> I'll, if I'm lucky, I'll be able to get to bed by 2. If I'm lucky. There's, otherwise, I'll just lay in bed and think. Well, like, turn, turn the phone off. It's, it has nothing to do with the phone. It's me sitting there thinking and thinking and thinking well, and doing nothing. Right, right, right. And it sucks. Yeah. So, I, I mean, two is like the earliest. I'll, and even then, I know I'm just going to be laying in bed thinking about stupid crap, letting my mind do dumb things. <laughs> it just does it, you know. I know. I'm just trying to think of ways to help you. Oh, i just be tired the next day. I'll take a nap when I get home. Okay. Go to the gym and work out really hard and then fall asleep. Okay. Sometimes I wonder if I fall asleep in the sauna. Do you think sauna. I, sauna? Do you think I'll lose like a lot of weight and be like? 
You could reach dangerous levels of dehydration. <laughs> Just I completely suppose. dehydrated. Because yeah. I think that's what fighters do before fights, basically. Dehydrate the hell out of themselves to make weight. Oh, to make weight. I was going to say, that doesn't sound like it'd be good for fighting. Oh, no, it's the day before. Wrestlers do that, too. Wrestlers, too. Yeah, you're wrestlers, too. It, but it's dangerous. Like, yeah. Like, they, they want, they're talking about getting rid of it. Also, they do that on uh, The Biggest Loser. They should not do that. Because you don't want to lose, you don't care if you're losing water weight. Or, I mean, yeah, you want to lose, like, real weight. But they, on the days of the weigh-ins. I know, but it just seems like cheating. Uh, hey, apparently that show is not all that it looks like it is. Oh, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Let's not get into that bag of worms. <laughs> we could talk for hours about that. Oh, uh, yeah, but that's all we have coming <laughs> up this week. Okay. Um, then we got New Year's on Sunday? It's New Year's Eve. It's Saturday night. So, Happy New Year's. This is our New Year's episode, right? I guess so. Happy New Year's to everybody. I hope I am not looking forward to the fucking gym in January. <laughs> Oh, yeah. People flock in, and for a month and a half, it's busy as hell. You can't get on any machine, and it starts to get better on March. <laughs> it sucks. Oh, we have Wednesday, too. Oh, yeah, we have a little Christmas party with our friends. Wednesday is Wednesday. our Tuesday night crew. that We play games together every Tuesday. Um, we're all getting together to exchange gifts. Yeah. And eat food. That's I- another one that would be kind of difficult. Because yes, we're going to have it over here, which is fine. But Persephone was friends with a lot of them, especially June. She was a really good yeah. friend with her, and it's tough watching them play around. And yep. there's nothing to play with anymore. So maybe I'll, I mean, if they want, they can come down here. We could have a movie going. I was thinking that. And I could put my figures in there. They could play with them if they want. We should, we'll have, if they come down here, then we'll have to put Persephone's away. What? Her. Um, oh, her. What are those called? Infinity figures. Yeah. Yeah, Disney Infinity. Right. But mine, they can. Okay. So that's I, what we're uh, immediate, week. I'm going to go take a bath where right. the bath water no longer covers my belly. Right now? Yes. Oh, it's two days in a row. Good for you. Well, that makes me feel a little better. Yeah, that's good. Even though the bath water doesn't cover me anymore. <laughs> yeah, welcome to my world. <laughs> bath water. Actually, I haven't taken a bath in about well, over two years. I wonder if it would cover me now. It might. If we ever get to redo our bathroom, I want a deeper tub. Me too. I've always wanted a deeper tub and a bigger one. Because <laughs> I can't bit, have a bigger one. Imagine being me. <laughs> I'm a giant compared to you. I don't fit in tubs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We good? I think so. All right. Happy New Year's, everybody. Hope Happy you have New a, Year's. Yeah. Hopefully 2017 is apparently a little better. People did not like 2016. But we had some good times in it. I don't want to... I mean, okay. So this is the New Year's episode, and we'll talk about this. Okay, real we'll talk quick. talk about two things, because we we'll didn't leave. talk about the other thing we didn't talk about. Ooh, that's two things. So the first thing we're going to talk about is when people on Thanksgiving, when stores open at 6 o'clock, people lose their minds <laughs> because the employees have to go to work and spend time away from their families. That's true. But on Christmas Day... <laughs> The movie theaters are open, gas stations are open, nobody loses their minds about that. And not They're only, not with their families. You're right, we didn't talk about this. Not only are the movie theaters open... They're busy. It was all hands on deck. That I've never seen... We go a lot. We go to movies a lot. I've seen many like pre-openings, big openings. I've never seen it that busy. It was... Every theater was fucking full. Yeah. So I, think I about amazed. that the next time you're complaining about somebody working on Thanksgiving. I used to work on Thanksgiving when I worked at a gas station and I loved it because I got paid a shit ton of money. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's also a good excuse to get away from your family when you're young. Also that. If you're like 17 and you're like, I don't really want to hang out with my family. It's a good excuse to get away from family. I don't have a reason. Like in-laws and stuff you don't care for. I guess, but I don't have those really. Or so. your racist uncle who comes over for holidays. Well, that's fun. <laughs> it seems like every family has one of those uncles. Yeah, we don't have one. Well, I might. I don't. We don't talk a lot about race. I think we do. <laughs> it just doesn't come up. All right. Uh, okay, the other thing I was going to mention was something that I no longer remember. Oh! <laughs> The complaining about things that have happened in the year 2016 to celebrities. What do you mean? So that's why 2016 is the worst year ever for people, is because celebrities have died. Oh, really? Yes. I suppose. The election's a big part of it as well. The the death of America's a big part of it. Come on. But it's mostly the celebrities. And that drives me crazy. Yeah. Unless you personally knew them or are a part of your family... The celebrities dying is is sad, and it's unfortunate. Some of them died very young. You like their music. Celebrate their lives. Sure. But don't say it's the worst year ever in your whole life because a celebrity died. Yeah. Because that drives me crazy. I know. I think it's also because a lot of them that were are dying are parts of their childhood, so it's, they feel more... Sure. They feel more connected to the people. Great. But I agree. Uh, 2015 will forever be the worst year ever. Um, and every year since then is just a little bit better, but not much. <laughs> yeah, but at least now talking about twenty seventeen. Oh, that's right. That's the next year. We do have something to look forward to. There's a, there's things happening. I mean, it's one of those. I don't know. You, do you I, know we, what I'm talking about specifically? No, I'm, I assume you mean the big thing, which is I'm going. I might be going to the Marine Corps mud run again this year in July. Sometimes <laughs> I just want to punch you. In the I face. know you do. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough because it's it's that thing where things are getting better, but it seems wrong that they're getting better. It's that dichotomy of I, I feel right. guilty oh, yeah, yeah. when things are getting better, and it feels wrong. Yep. Even though it's not, and I don't want it to be wrong. You know what I'm talking about. I it do. sucks. Yeah. God, we always end on such a high note. I wish we could for once think of stuff. <laughs> can you do any jokes? Can we, can we hear a joke? Oh, I'm, I'm going to say this because Rogue One... <laughs> was the theme of hope and I will say that when we were at Christmas Eve and I was feeling uh, there was sadness happening because she wasn't there she should have been there but then the babies would kick me Okay. and with every uh, kick I would be reminded that there is hope sure so I'll leave on that note I think there's some hope in 2017 I, I would not be myself if I didn't disagree with the fact that I don't think hope was a, a theme of Star Wars. Oh my god, they said it so many times! I know, but I think it was actually sacrifice. Oh, so many times they said hope. <laughs> but think of the whole, think of what actually happened. But I thought my words were very touching and moving, and you didn't even acknowledge You're them. right. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> Do you want a joke now? No, because those are all bad jokes. What? My wife accused me of being, being immature. I told her to get on my fort. That's an amazing joke. Oh, my God. That's the best. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a happy new year. <laughs> How dare you? Look at this. Apparently, someone in London gets stabbed every 52 seconds. Poor bastard. <laughs> that one is funny. <laughs> That's a- <laughs> wow, you really like that one. Yes. <laughs> It's just that one person. Yeah, poor bastard. <laughs>